Good evening, everybody. It's Saturday, September 21st. I'm here to bring you preview of last night's Friday Night Lights game. Week 5 is in the books. Uh, I'll have some interviews, some stats, and results for you to round up Week 5 of Indiana High School football. I traveled to Parker City last night to watch number 3 South Adams versus number 6 Minnesota Central. South Adams won that game 34 to 15. Minnesota Central falls to 3 and 2 on the season. Uh, both their losses are to teams ranked in the top 3 whether you look at the AP poll or the coaches poll. Uh, they're pretty similar and Adams Central and South Adams are ranked in the top 3 in those polls. So two tough losses for Minnesota Central the last 3 weeks. Um Adam Central, really good team. Minner Central hung in there most of that game a couple weeks ago. And then South Adams came into town, and South Adams is really, really good. Uh, their offense is explosive, and uh, they're, they're fun to watch. They're really good for a 1A team. Uh, South Adams moves to 5-0 on the season, and they came in. They proved that they're, uh, they're one of the best teams in the sectional that Minner Central will see, and uh, probably one of the toughest games that Minner Central will have all year. Minnesota Central started off with a really long eight-minute drive, just eating up the clock, two, three yards at a time. Then they'd hit you for six or eight yards to finish off to get a first down, uh, and they just couldn't finish the drive. They got inside the 20. They were probably around the 15-yard line, and they just couldn't finish it off. But they ate up some clock. Uh, would have been nice to get some points there for the Bears. Uh, South Adams passing attack, they came out fast. They're very good for a 1A school. Uh, one of the best passing games I've seen in a few years. Uh, as far as a small school, um, when I talked to James Arnold earlier today, I, I told James Arnold, I said, uh, you're one of the better quarterbacks I've seen all year, and I've seen some really good ones around the Indy area, you know, some that are getting recruited by some really, really good Division One schools, uh, FCS schools. Uh, so he, he was fun to watch. Uh, James also set the school record last night for career passing yards, which we talk about in a little bit. Uh, so that was fun to see, too. He's over 3,200 yards for his career. Uh, South Adams, they got the ball back uh, late in the first half with about a minute 20 left on the clock until halftime. Uh, they were leading 14-8. to eight. And Arnold led South Adams down in about 45 to 50 seconds to take a 21-8 to eight lead. And uh, that was just really, really tough for Minnesota Central to give up that score with about 25 seconds left in the first half there. Uh, they hit, they were right within striking distance, and they gave up a big, big touchdown drive, and South Adams looked really good on it. Credit to them. They went down and scored, no messing around on their part. Uh, I believe they didn't even have any timeouts, so they just were using first down marker and then hit a big one to finish it off. Uh, third quarter was kind of back and forth, not, not too many points there, uh, some punts by both teams. And then South Adams got two more touchdowns, uh, passing touchdowns from James Arnold to take a 34-8 lead. Allum hit Jones for a 15-yard touchdown uh, to make it a final score of 34-15. to uh, Just a really, really tough game for the Bears. And like I said, South Adams is really good. And uh, I was happy to talk to South Adams' quarterback. He had a really big game, and uh, he's really good, and so is the South Adams team. They're going to continue to win some ball games this year. And we may see Minner Central versus South Adams again in the sectional championship or, or semifinals of that sectional. And it should be a really good game. Minner Central left some uh, plays out there. That they just didn't have very many explosive plays last night. And South Adams was hitting explosive plays with their – they have three to four really good receivers on the edge. 
Um, good offensive line. Their defense didn't give up any big plays to the Golden Bears. And uh, they kept uh, Jackson Olam under wraps. Uh, Kennedy wasn't able to break any big plays. And uh, honestly, I, at one point in the third quarter, I think I looked at one of the guys in the press box and I said, I think the biggest play of the night I have is 15 yards. So they just kept him in check and just really good defense, really good offense. So here's my phone call with uh, Arnold from this morning. I appreciate him calling in. So here's the phone call we had about last night.
Uh, can you kind of talk about was the expectations that you guys were going to be one of the top teams in 1A? Or have you guys just kind of caught fire right now and uh, uh, putting yourselves on the map for the 1A class? I think before the season, we all had the expectation that we'd be one of the top teams um, in 1A. And I think right now, our mission is kind of just to prove to everyone that one spot and we're number one team and we have to go out and prove it. Yeah, you guys are really solid. Your defense was really good last night, too. Uh, at one point, I think Butter Central's biggest play was like a uh, 13 or 14 yard run uh, in the first half there. So they were really keeping Butter Central, you know, to two, three yards of carry. And uh, you guys were really aggressive on both sides of the ball. Uh, so far this year, you have 17 touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, it's a heck of a touchdown to interception ratio. Uh, you're off to a hot, hot start. You're almost at 1,000 yards. Um, and you didn't play the first game, did you? Uh, no, I was out against Winchester, um, still rehabbing my uh, ACL injury from basketball season. Okay, you tore your ACL? Yeah, I did. Wow, That's cool. so you're, you're bouncing back really good. Yeah, thank you. Feeling pretty good? Yeah, I do. I feel, feel about 100% now. All right, so yeah, it's even more impressive. Four, so you got four games uh, played this year for you, and you're almost at 1,000 yards and 17 touchdowns and two picks. So you're off to a really good start, James. Um I wish you nothing but the uh, luck the rest of the year. Uh, you guys are looking good. Uh, you may see Minter Central again in the sectional, so uh, that'll be a good matchup again, uh, whether it's at your place or at Minter Central again. And uh, hopefully you continue to kill it, man. Yeah, thank you. Thanks a lot. Uh, good luck on your knee. Uh, hopefully everything continues to be good. So you play basketball and anything else? I play basketball and baseball. I okay. can play basketball or baseball this year, though, because my knee. So. so three sports? Yeah. Are you a pitcher? Uh, yeah, I do. Play uh, pitcher and middle infields. Okay. All right, James. Well, you're a heck of an athlete, man. You can sling it, and uh, you guys got a good, really good team. So uh, I appreciate your time this morning, and uh, hopefully we'll talk again soon. Okay, thank you. So, yeah, like Arnold said, uh, his teammate, uh, Nick Miller, uh, he really is a stud. He's a matchup problem for 1A schools. He's listed at 6'4", 215 pounds, uh, plays on both sides of the ball. Uh, he can be the leading receiver, and uh, he has the career record for sacks at South Adams history. So uh, a couple records broken last night for South Adams. Uh, tough matchup for the Golden Bears. I expect the Golden Bears to bounce back the next few weeks and get ready for the playoffs. And South Adams is uh, gearing up for a 9-0 season. And they'll be ready in the playoffs, too. And like I said, we might see these two teams again. And I tell you, if you get a chance, go out and watch these two teams play because they are really good 1A schools. Uh, to finish off the MEC Conference, Eastern Hancock 46, Knightstown 27, Shenandoah won 34-8 over Westdale. Uh, so that wraps up the MEC Conference. And the TEC, Hagerstown 20, Lincoln 0. Like we said, Knightstown took a loss last night to Eastern Hancock. Uh, Northeastern, 28. Union City, 17. Tri, 34. Centerville, 21. Uh, Winchester won 36-7 over Union County. Cole Campbell had 23 carries, 225 yards, four touchdowns. Cole Campbell is one of the hottest running backs in the state right now. He is racking up 200 yards a game like it's nothing, picking up four or five touchdowns, really leading the Golden Falcons here. They moved to 3-2 and two on the season, 3-1 uh, and one in the conference. 
Uh, Brooke Burleson, he continues to be a deep threat for the Falcons. He had one reception, 45 yards, one touchdown. The kid has some speed for the Falcons. Braden Tippett, the quarterback, he had 100 yards, total offense, one touchdown. And Northeastern leads the TEC at 5-0. Winchester's 3-1, Knightstown's 3-1. So they're looking for someone to knock off Northeastern so they can make a little comeback there. Uh, in the Metropolitan Conference, Ben Davis with the big, big upset in double overtime, 27-24 to over the number two ranked Warren Central. Uh, big, big win for Ben Davis. Heck of a rivalry. They have nine state championships each, so 18 combined state championships between those two programs. And Zach Fox hits the game winner for Ben Davis. Heck of a ball game and a really big win for Ben Davis as they have been struggling a little bit there. So they, they moved to 2-1 and one in the conference after that win. Number three, Carmel, 23, Lawrence North, 20. Another great game in the Metropolitan Conference. I'm telling you, this conference is stacked, guys. Number 14, North Central, 24. Number 10, Center Grove, 20. Harry Abel had 239 yards passing, three touchdowns. Pike, 19. Uh, Lawrence Central, 15. So Pike gets a big win over the number 14 team in the state, Lawrence Central, by a score of 19 to 15. Uh, Carmel's 3-0 in that conference. And then Warren Central, North Central, and Ben Davis each have one loss. So they'll be looking to try to catch Carmel uh, the rest of the season. In the Hoosier Crossroads Conference, number one, Avon, 42, Franklin Central, 7. Uh, quarterback for Avon, Henry Hessen, 265 yards passing, four touchdowns. Just another great game by Henry Hessen. Uh, Hamilton Southeastern, they pull out a big win versus number seven Westfield by the score of 34 to 10. So a big win for Hamilton Southeastern. Zionsville wins 20 to zero over Noblesville. Colin Price, 146 yards rushing last night. He's in the top 10 in rushing in Indiana. And then number nine, Brownsburg, with a 42 to 17 win over number six, Fishers. Uh, quarterback uh, junior from Brownsburg, Ben Easters, 12 of 18, 193 yards, five touchdowns, heck of a game for Ben. And then running back Donovan Marcus, 214 yards rushing last night. And uh, I was able to get a hold of Ben Easters this afternoon. Uh, we had a great conversation, and he kind of talks about how the season's going. He talks about Kansas and, and Les Miles, uh, one of our favorite guys to watch, Les Miles. Glad he's back in coaching, and uh, we, we dive into that. So uh, enjoy this conversation with Ben Easters. I appreciated him calling in. Here's Brownsburg quarterback and Kansas commit Ben Easters. All right, on the phone I have Brownsburg junior quarterback Ben Easters. Uh, thanks for calling, Ben. That's uh, great. Great to be on. Uh, big win last night. Uh, you guys go in, uh, beat number six Fishers, forty-two to seventeen. Uh, can you kind of talk about uh, how last night went? Uh, so that'll feel pretty good. It was your guys' homecoming, right? That's right. Yeah. 
So, yeah, that makes it pretty cool. Yeah, last week versus number one Avon, which Avon's really good. Uh, you guys just came up a little short. Uh, and then no no better way to bounce back versus an undefeated number six Fishers team at home on homecoming. Uh, had to feel really good for your team and a uh, little bit of a confidence booster. It was. It was definitely a confidence booster. You know, we, know, we knew that we didn't play our best football against Avon. We left a lot of points on the field. And, you know, a lot of people, not necessarily were discouraged, but just, you know, upset because we know how good we can be. And then we saw how poorly we played. So it's, it gives us a lot of confidence going forward. It shows what needs to go into a week of practice to put points on the board. Yep. Right, yeah. I haven't got to watch you guys play yet, but uh, from what I've seen and read, uh, with keeping up with you guys, you guys just haven't quite reached your full potential yet because you guys are really high-powered. And uh, you guys just left a little bit out there on the field a few times. And uh, I feel like you guys haven't played your best ball yet. And last night kind of showed uh, you're on your way to kind of climbing that mountain. Got the first three, four games out of the way. And uh, now you guys are ready to start building on the second half of the season heading into the playoffs. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, we, we haven't played our best football up, up into Fishers. And Fishers, you know, might not we have so much more potential. You know, we have playmakers. Luke Lacey and Preston Terrell are phenomenal wide receivers. I can I trust those guys to catch anything I throw at them. Donnie Marcus is the best running back in the state, and we have the best offensive line in the state. If we play, if Preston and Luke play like they're the best receivers in the state, Donnie plays like he's the best running back, our offensive line plays like they're the best, we will put up a lot of points every single game. Yeah, I was going to say, Donnie Marcus, he's been putting up some really good numbers uh, last few weeks. And, and your receivers, uh, I saw a couple videos last night, um, and gosh, they were catching everything. They are. Preston's, Preston's a little bit of a high flyer. Uh, he, he was a little dramatic on one of his touchdown catches, <laughs> jumping all the way up there for that one. But, uh, yeah, Donnie, Donnie is amazing. You know, it's it's a really nice relief when you hand the ball off a, a power play and watch your running back go 75 yards for a touchdown. Yeah. The way he runs the ball opens up everything passing-wise for me. Yeah, because they, really, they can't really say we're going to stop Donnie tonight and then give you a chance to throw for 300 yards and five touchdowns. And they can't say let's drop eight guys back and stop Ben and uh, you know, see what Donnie does because then he's gonna he's gonna go for two fifty. So um, exactly, and that's and last year uh, we were a lot more one dimensional, and we they picked one and were able to stop us. You know, they they said all right, we're gonna stop Donnie on the run, and they did. So they picked me, and then the other one didn't work out. But now they have to game plan for both because they can't. They can't focus on one aspect of our game because we'll attack them with the other. Yeah, you guys are really, really dangerous. Um, so this year so far, you got almost 1,000 yards passing. Uh, your stats weren't updated yet, but I, th- I believe I got you at 13 touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, so you're off to a really good start. Last year, you had 21 touchdowns and nine interceptions. So you're really improving that touchdown to interception ratio, uh, throwing for a lot of yards again. Uh, can you kind of talk about uh, what you worked on coming into your junior year? Because you got to play a lot of games your sophomore year. You guys went 10-1, and one, and 
you know, kind of talk about what you worked on this summer coming into your junior year? right away. 
watching them coach other people, it, it was people that I wanted to be coached by, people that I thought that could make me better. Right, yeah, you sound really, really confident in uh, Kansas and their coaching staff, so that's awesome to hear. Did you go to one of their camps and then uh, they offered you shortly after? Is that how that happened? camps at Kansas, and then they offered you shortly after that? They actually offered me before I went to camp. Oh, wow, so, nice. Coach Chaklinski was the, the main recruiter for me, um, was a coach at Indiana State for a while, and he had recruited Brownsburg. We had a kid last year that Coach Chuck recruited that went to Indiana State, and uh, so he had seen me play. He knew what I was capable of. someone that you'd, everyone would want to run through a brick wall for. Uh, when he was at LSU, he was one of my favorite characters to pay attention to, and he, he's just cracking me up. Uh, he's he, a real good guy. You know, the videos of him eating grass on the sidelines and all that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you ever get to witness that in person, make sure you send me a message. Oh, I absolutely will. <laughs> well, Ben, I hope to catch you uh, later this year. Um, hopefully I can catch one of your games before the season ends or in the playoffs. Uh, can't wait to watch you guys play. Really explosive offense. Obviously, it's 2019. We all love our offense. Uh, so I can't wait to see you soon. I appreciate you calling. Uh, give me some time on your Saturday afternoon. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Watch some college football. And uh, good luck next week and the rest of the year. Thank you. I appreciate it. it awesome being on. All right. I appreciate you, man. No problem. So awesome conversation with Brownsburg quarterback Ben Easters uh, <clears throat> talking about one of the great coaches in the game, Les Miles. Uh, was cracking me up and uh, had a really good time with that. Ben's going to uh, finish off the season really nice and then uh, he'll be gearing up for a monster senior year because they got a bunch of weapons and just uh, they're always a great team at Brownsburg. So thank you again, Ben. 
Uh, we move on to the Hoosier Heritage Conference. Uh, Greenfield won 67-0 over Shelbyville. Number 14 in 3A, Yorktown, they won 32-13 over Newcastle. The number 5 team in 4A, Delta, they moved to 5-0. They win 27-10 over Mount Vernon. Number 1 and 5A, New Pal, they beat number 17, Pendleton Heights, by the score of 47-6. New Pal, 59 straight regular season wins. Uh, they're just unbelievable right now. And Spiegel had 166 yards and two touchdowns. Their quarterback, Lincoln Roth, 242 yards passing, four touchdowns. Uh, just incredible duo between Roth and Spiegel. Charlie Spiegel has 1,003 yards rushing now for the season, 8,702 yards for his career, and that uh, gives him 135 career rushing touchdowns now, 137 total touchdowns in his career. He needs four touchdowns to break the total touchdown record of 141, uh, so that will be next game or the week after that for sure. Uh, next week would be 60 straight regular season wins for New Pal. And that would move them into a tie for the second longest streak ever in Indiana history. Just an unbelievable run right now. And uh, it's been fun to pay attention to. Glad I've gotten to see them play at least once so far. In the Circle City Conference, number 7 and 3A, Burbuff won 21-14 over Culver Academy. Uh, number 9, Garen Catholic won 21-7 over Columbus North. Number 2 and 3A, Chatard, they won 35-9 over Southport. They continue to roll along. And then Ron Colley, 34, Indianapolis, Sassina, number, uh, 7. So Sassina goes down 34-7. Sassina's ranked number 1 and 2A, so a really tough loss for them. Uh, Chatard's 2-0 in that conference, and Brabuff's right behind them at 1-1. Uh, Cardinal Riddle, Ritter, 21, LaPel, 13. LaPel moves to 3-2 on the season after back-to-back -back losses now for LaPel. Cole Alexander had a rushing touchdown along with 158 yards passing. And then our guest earlier in the week, Kyle Adams at West Lafayette, they won 44-6 over Rensselaer Central. He was 25-34, 324 yards, four touchdowns. So he continues to roll. And just another great week of Indiana high school football. Uh, lots of upsets in 6A, uh, shaking up some conference standings. And just a really, really good week of Week 5 Indiana High School football. Uh, college football today so far, disappointing Michigan. I mean, what is Harbaugh doing in Michigan? They they have to find a way to start winning these big games or he's going to he's gonna lose his job. And then Tennessee today, I thought they'd give Florida a little bit of trouble. Uh, no, they got the uh, brakes broke off of them there. And uh, not good for them either. He's going to be on the hot seat. Pruitt. Uh, so Tennessee and Michigan probably going to be looking for new coaches if anybody's uh, interested in those jobs. And then number eight, Auburn, they just beat Texas A&M 28-20. Texas A&M at home, gosh, Kellen Mund, they have to find a way to win that game. Jimbo Fisher, they, they have two losses on the season now, so that's really tough on them. And Ohio State had a big blowout win tonight. Uh, Florida State beat Louisville. Pittsburgh upset number 15, Central Florida, 35-34. to So a great game there. Uh, we'll have more recaps later on for the night's games. Uh, should be really good games at between 7 and 8 o'clock. Um, so tune in for those. I appreciate everybody listening. I appreciate Arnold coming on. I appreciate Ben coming on. Really good conversations. Uh, really mature quarterbacks and uh, both juniors. And they can both really sling that football around and 
some of the better quarterbacks in the state of Indiana. So uh, enjoy this episode. Uh, tune in again for some more uh, high school and college football, and uh, we'll throw in a little NFL when some good stuff happens. Hopefully some good games tomorrow for week three of NFL. I appreciate all of you. Have a good Saturday night, and uh, keep tuning in. Thank you very much, and have a good night.